Well, g'day, everybody, and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL Show. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the Mazda BT50. You do ute. And there's plenty to love about free footy tipping with the game. It's free, easy to play, and it's not too late to sign up. There's still $1,000 up for grabs each week for the round's top tipper, and you'll go in the draw to win a lovely Mazda BT50 just for playing. Plus, there's even more to enjoy with waffle tipping this season. Get behind your local team and register for waffle tipping with the game. This season's top tipper will win $10,000 cash thanks to Cash Converters. Today on the show, it's the six points leading into round three. Uh, let's get stuck in. This is the Hardball Gets AFL show. My name is Nick Rin, joined by Xavier Ellis. And uh, Chris Robinson's out. I think he's sunning he himself done? in a millionaire's paradise over on Rotnest. He's oh, right, uh, right, <laughs> oh, mate. Where those bookings open next Did week. Did your wallet Chris just feel a lot lighter as soon as I said the word? Oh. <laughs> we got Jackson Barrett filling in today, Jacko. Welcome back, mate. Rinny, Zave, thanks for having me back on. First oh. appearance of the year, and he takes my spot as I soon know, as I walk into the But uh, I must admit, I like a man with hair that stands up there. What, what do you think the reflection of the... Well, it looks like a big light tower when it comes off the top of your noggin up there. <laughs> but no, good to be here. Just came in, um, had, a, had a tip on a uh, horse, had a look at that. Done all right? How did that go? Horse broke, broke down pretty badly with 200 to go. <laughs> oh. so that was a, uh, that's an interesting start to the good start podcast. To the day. But anyway, Lovely. good to be here. All up, all up from here. All up from here. This is exactly going right. Going for a run after this, believe it or not. Really? really? Yeah, going is for that- a run. So you don't, because my back can't do running, so I've got to do other stuff. No, my Your Achilles. calves can't no, do No, my Achilles. I just wait for it to snap. And if I get home safe, it's well, like, just get on it's like being sent mate. off to war. It's like, if you come home alive, son, we'll be here. So <laughs> if I get home without a ruptured Achilles, I'll go again the next day. You know you get to the old boy status where you just like, you start to like run through your head like, oh, maybe swimming. Did I f- oh, no, no shit. I just <laughs> yeah. had my bike serviced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah literally last week. <laughs> maybe had the bike. bike. Yeah, that's good on the legs. Time off legs. <laughs> no, I'll go do that. I've got a bit of work uh, tonight. I'm going to a university, Jacko. Where did you go to uni? Murdoch. Murdoch. I don't think it is Murdoch. I haven't really got the details yet. But, well, yeah. uh, <laughs> don't know which are you, are you not familiar with? Em's cousin uh, texted me like a month ago saying, can you come as a guest speaker from like 5.30 to 9.30 or so? Well, it might have been 6 to 10. It's a decent stint. I said, oh, and do a speech. <laughs> Said no, nah, we won't be going down that path. I'll be, I'll do a Q and A, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, you know, MC hosting sort of thing for an hour. So I've got that, but I don't know where it is. And I've texted her, and I haven't heard. <laughs> anyway. Well, you got about yeah, we got like a one in four, one in five chance of hitting the right one. Well, I think it's, I think it's UWA. I think it is. But right. God straight knows to where. the top. Yeah, I think yeah, it's that. We'll work dogs. backwards from there. I bailed out after I was at UWA for a year. Did you doing computing and mathematical sciences? That sounds like fun. Yeah, it was. That's why I bailed out after a year. What did you, yeah. what did you go to journalism down? A cadetship? No, no. Then I went. I had a year off. Then I went back and started journalism. But then I bailed after a year and went did a cadetship in Kalgoorlie. That's the problem with you. You can't commit to something. Nah, I just get bored easily. I reckon um, you'd be great in computing. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I reckon yeah. it's right your personality of, yeah. a, of a computer of an IT guy IT guy just yeah. ignoring requests for ages IT guys you yeah, should okay. knock on the door downstairs and see if they've got anything coming oh, are in. they sharpier yeah they're not bad yeah ours are good yeah. except for today I couldn't get out of the car park at work the electric door jammed oh no and then you'd think that the um, manual thing yeah, you pull like the rope but it was like 
like a bike chain, essentially. Yeah. You'd think it'd take two or three goes to get it up. No dramas. If he didn't spin it 400 times, <laughs> it was going up one millimetre a circle. Survivor challenge. And I, had to get it, and I had to get out and do it with a school run. So, I oh, know, I took it well. Yeah. There was one stage I tried to snap it off its hinges and it, didn't, it was too hard. I, got, <laughs> I couldn't even get angry. Uh, Footy-wise, it's been a bit boiling around this week. Bubbling Ooh. and boiling. Uh, In reference to? No, just uh, just been stuff happening. Uh, certainly, like where I've, a lot of our listeners are over the other side of the country, but they would have caught wind by this stage about the... The Luke Jackson stuff, so that's well, been a... So, so why are you injecting yourself into this when you know it's one of my topics? Well, you just asked when it was boiling and bubbling. That's like... That's yeah, a but, mate, thing. we've got six points we'll to talk into about. It. You do like an intro that goes through his six points and then Jack goes scrambling. All right, well, we didn't do... I'm glad we spent the five know. minutes ticking off each other's points. Yeah, and, so then he yeah. fires into one. Yeah. Well, I like how this hits buzzer then. Let's start the points. Now, Nick, uh, Jacko, you're in this world, but direction towards Nick as well, of course, former sports editor for, for the West. Back page today is Big Sean Darcy cooking up, uh, looks like a roasted eagle. Um, but anyway, at, at his place yesterday. I didn't pick up on that little nod. That's a nice one. Yeah, that's a nice one. Anyway, so let's talk about yesterday. There's a bit of controversy around the paper. Yep. Uh, Luke Jackson, two games, 21-year-old, on huge money. Uh, it was a deep dive into him. How does that play out as a journalist? Who has the job to write that article? Or do you put your hand up and say, I want to do it? Who chooses the headline? Who chooses the photos? Who chooses the uh, the breakdown of how it all plays? Well, the journal, so the journal gets the assignment, comes back so with the So he gets the assignment. So he well, gets, gets the assignment. He's covering Fremantle. We need a Fremantle right. angle. You're on Freo News today. You're, You're on Freo, Freo News. Okay. Give us a Freo right. line. Um, but it'd come back, and once you sort of figure it out, you say, "Oh, let's maybe let lean into this one a little bit." Yeah, and then yeah, it's a sports editor's job to do the back page, pick the headline, pick the pictures. Okay, so you, you your job would have been there's the article, a thousand words or whatever. Yep. So the story's in the article, so you just got to drag a headline out of that eventually, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have an idea of where it's going, yeah. so you throw around a few ideas in your head. Have you ever had no? So the people thought it was a bit harsh, how hard it was. Have you ever pulled an article because no. of thinking it was too harsh or play on? I I couldn't say I've ever pulled an article thinking it was too harsh. No. Because, like, and that's, I mean, the job of the sports editor is to attract attention yeah. to the Sell paper. Sell papers, of course. Sell papers. Yeah. Um, and it attracts attention to the, like, the, the wider brand and everything. Yeah. Um, so you can definitely say, like, tick. Yeah. Obviously, like, this thing's gone far and wide. And I reflect back on. The one that's still mentioned all the time, and people say, "Oh, how stupid this this was the worst." Nick Natanui carrying a box. What was that? It was me on a day where there was genuinely nothing like super interesting. Yeah. But we had these three pictures of Nick Natanui helping unload a truck at the front of West Coast. So I put it. I was like, "Well, there's nothing else here that's going to really make a splash." Yeah. But I know if I put three pictures of Nick Nat carrying a box. People are going to go mental. Yeah. And they did. And they still talk about it. So that's job Think that done. carrying a box. Think that carrying a box. How right. ridiculous is this? Well, you remember that paper. And Jacko, you as a journalist, would have you gone down that path and did you skip Fremantle Day or where, where were you? <laughs> it, was my, it was my day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can, oh, chicken I shit can, over here. I can just wipe the hands clean of this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
in my view, that was the story of the day, right? So I, yeah. I was also off on Saturday. Um, I went to the footy with my old man, and we sat there going, these rucks, like, yeah. clicking, there yeah. are problems here. He's 21, he's two games in. Um, I'm, I'm all in on, on all of that. Um, they take a while to develop. But that was the story of the game. That yeah. was the frustration. Um, I'm sort of Freo inclined. Something and you the are game, Freo supporter. Yeah. See, I think somehow Luke Jackson's copped the hit for the midfielders. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like we had Carl Strong in this morning. He's a bloody ripper, Carl Strong. He's a good he's a my rip, favorite. A rip, he's my a favorite. Guy. And alternates Cologne from like a Hugo really? Boss number to a. Uh, a Can you pick number. up on it when he yeah, comes yeah, in the studio? Yeah, this morning, yeah. <laughs> I said my nostrils are flared this morning. It's not dark, it's not derby round. It's it's uh, whew. yeah, the smell of him, beautiful. <laughs> so forty-five to thirty, they won the hitouts. They lost the clearances thirty to forty-five. Yeah, the full full fifteen swing each way. So there, are, and we'll speak about it in a bit. But there are problems in the in the midfield as well. But I think the frustration for me in the ruck was how many times did. Were they half a kick? So I think when Max Gorn looks best, he's a kick behind the footy. He's a good yeah, contested mark. Yeah, it's such a pain in the backside for every opposing yeah. team because they look up and he marks everything. But how often was Luke Jackson half a kick behind the footy yeah. and watching it go over his head? And Sean Darcy and um, North Melbourne did a really good job at not letting him fly for marks. And whether yeah. or not Mark, marks is a stat with rocks, like Nick Nat doesn't take marks, is sort of the, a bit of the backlash that we've copped this week. And that's fair, but I think there's that expectation on Luke Jackson. Him and Nick Nat aren't exactly the same player. No. And if you're in a if you're in a, a ruck pair, there's an expectation that one of you is taking marks. And while we're on it now, then the ruck uh, combo. So I'll, I'll do another point after because I had two points. But how do you think the ruck combo in the AFL is going to go this yeah, season? Yeah, you're you're jumping on points. No, I've got a different point yeah, in my head. I've got right, a different right. one ready to okay. go as well. So we're just going to continue. So the two rucks at the moment: Carlton are doing it, Collingwood are doing it, Frio are doing it. Mm. Uh, Richmond Bris- did it this weekend. Brisbane, Brisbane are doing it. What's going to be the winner at the end of the year? Standalone, Star or Quinella? I feel like what's the what's the line? Um, you get you don't get smaller as you yeah. get tighter. Yeah. I feel like it maybe it's a back end of the season thing. It might work you for reckon? some people. I don't know. The tactical sub changes this for me. So I've I've Whip got a bit of out. theory. You've got why wouldn't you pick two? If if yeah. the big fella, if Sean Darcy's cooked, Luke Jackson can ruck a quarter on his own, sure. He did so, it all the time at Melbourne and just pull one. Do you reckon they've thought about this? And I've been talking to Selby about this. Having a ruck as a sub and just saying, right, oh, mate, to your number one ruck for two and a half quarters, you're rucking and you're going to give it everything you've got. And then you're out. Then you're done. And then yep. we're going to reload with someone who's 100% for the last quarter and a half. I'd like to see that in a game. I thought Clarko might have pulled that trick when uh, Goldstein was originally left yep. out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought Goldie might have been the sub that literally came and on for in last In hindsight, that would have been really helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, they won anyway, but it would have been interesting to see the last 45 minutes. But I just had a look at some of the uh, hit-outs to clearance numbers, hmm. and then they're really not favouring... Yeah, the the winners. Of there's the no hit-outs. clear. There's no clear like oh shit, two rucks are winning the hitouts. They're winning the hitouts, but they're not. Oh, so it's a split. Between, it, it's yeah. a bit of a mixed bag on who's getting the clearances. Could you uh, argue if you look at Hawthorne, like Ned Reeves, Lloyd Meek? I've got a bit of a gripe with them based on time on ground, but not the strongest rucks in the comp. No, Brisbane's Oscar McInerney's pretty good. Darcy, I like Big O. Yeah, but they're not the teams that are playing two rucks aren't. Don't have other than Melbourne, of course. Don't have the strongest rucks. So in the Cox comp. as well is another. I think that Cox, Darcy Cameron, Cameron Cox. Cameron was good. Yeah, but, I think Darcy Cameron could be a start, real start. Yeah, comp, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just find I just think there's a trick there, and I don't know what it is. Whether that that is the late sub on or because at the moment there's no direct correlation between 
winning the hit outs. Like, as you said, free yeah. on the weekend, plus 15, minus they have 15. The, 15 yeah. They have um, the worst clearance differential in the comp. Do you? There you go. Yeah, yeah but, and there's other other teams as well Remember that are winning this year. Back in the days of Sandy, where you, every team knew he would get the hit out, so everyone yeah. just rove to him. Like, yeah. Don't even worry about your man. Well, and also Sam Mitchell would get tagged and go standing there, hit through spot. Yeah, and then it would just be a shit show there and we'd have a spare out. <laughs> oh, it worked well. Yeah. <laughs> the other problem, the other thing um, with two rucks is, so Lloyd, re- round one, Hawks, uh, Ned Reeves was subbed out on the weekend, so I yeah. sort of pulled that data, but Meek, 71% time on ground, Reeves, 71% time on ground in round one. Can you remember them playing forward and doing anything? I know Meek well, kicked a goal on the weekend. But they're not going to be off the, assuming they're not off the ground at the yeah. same time, you've actually only got 40% of the game with two rucks on the ground. Yeah. So what's the point? No, no, I- <laughs> they just. I'm not on a big. Bench. You know, I'm not a big ruck man. Yeah, you I'm not a big ruck man. Yeah. Anyway, interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, I'll throw one up. So this week, obviously, it's more and more looking like Tasmania are going to come into the competition as a 19th license. You wouldn't well, want to be tanking this year, then, would you, to avoid that clusterfuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some would suggest Hawthorne might be doing the right <laughs> thing here. Uh, so they, they'll be coming in on the 19th license. Nineteenth team means that the they're going to be. Is a that 20th. what Gill's hanging around for? The nineteenth. Yeah. I don't know. It's great. He's a, he's appearing at a lunch for courtesy on of West Australian on yeah. Monday. We'll ask him. Yeah. Um, I won't put my hand up. And ask you're not going to put your hand no. up and ask that one. No, no. I'll just sit back and enjoy the the roast duck. Who's I want you, I have found out who's doing the Q and A. Is it Rhino? You'd assume so. Yeah, okay, we'll flip it to him. Um, but it's, uh, it's every time there's a 19th team, the assumption is there's going to be a 20th, one extra game to sell to the broadcasters. All the broadcast rights deals have already been done, Yeah, so I we'll don't see know, how that goes. I, I think that 19's fine. Get rid of the buy yeah, rounds. And just everyone has a buy. Everyone has a buy during the year. Yeah, I would agree with that too, but the lure of a 20th, uh, sorry, a, a, an extra game, so a 10th, will that make a 10th game? 10th game, yeah. Jeez, 10th game every weekend to sell to the That's broadcasters. That's a tough team of the week. It is going to be a tough team of the week. How's that going to help Chris Robinson's um, overlap gripe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm with him on that. Yeah, one of the Monday, best, that's my head in. One of the best tweets I did last year was Drew. Actually, maybe I avoid Gil. Yeah. <laughs> Just did a flow chart on how a round should look with permanent markers, yeah. circling like gaps in a time Real slot. Real Rain Man sort of. Yeah, a beautiful just, mind. Just here it is. I've done the work for you. Tick the box. It's probably because they make up half my fantasy team, but Bulldogs and St Kilda started five minutes before the Dockers game. So I'm on the bus to the Dockers game going, oh, I'm not going to catch any of that. But it's not even even that. But what about the games that have gone for 80% and then the next one starts? Just Just hold off. Just wait 20 minutes. Just let me see the end of this game. I remember a lot of ones, and it was it's sometimes that Saturday or the Sunday one, but I remember being at like Subi and there would be a showdown finishing in the last 10 minutes and yeah. two points and then the derby had started on the, you'd have to go cover the game and yeah, I know. not watch the end of the uh, the three. Happens too often. But he, he, talking about the 19th, the 20th one, so there was a rumour bubbling around South Australia this week that Norwood were going to put together a Is bit. Norwood the strongest state Well, it's a good question. I don't know. Adelaide? South Adelaide... I don't know. Centrals. Woodville, Centrals West Torrens and Glenelg, both. Glenelg, Glenelg yeah, sounds good, yeah. yeah. But I think the... No, so Norwood uh, had a dip or considered having a dip. I couldn't actually find what actually happened at the time when Port Adelaide came in. Um, there was some talk of them doing a joint bid and then Port Adelaide went alone and obviously got the licence. Um, so they've gone and they said, no, we're not putting together a bid, but, yeah. you know, if one was to... Land. Land, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd certainly have a look. And I, I don't mind that idea, particularly now... You've got every market co- covered pretty much with Tassie and T, mm. but you need to start. If you start bringing in clubs from 
you know, either Adelaide or Perth or something. What you, we've like seen, what, you like what Redcliffe's doing. I like what's happened in um, Queensland where, yeah, it was, it's an existing club, so you bring over. You don't have to carve out an entirely new fan base. Like, you, you bring over yeah. something yeah. and you bring over history and you bring over the rest and then you're probably better positioned. Well, who would jump. be the most traditional club outside the AFL to who could elevate? Well, it'd probably be, it'd be one of the Sandful guys or one of the <laughs> um, Waffle teams. I mean, which Waffle assume. team would you? Would it be – well, I think – Probably history-wise and and power-wise, um, the maybe like a South Freo, but with Freo already being in there, you'd be yeah. looking at like a oh, Subia and East Perth, wouldn't you? Well, you could chuck in a South Freo, have the Fremantle Derby, and then the uh, Western Derby. Yeah, I like maybe like a Kalgoorlie or something. Kalgoorlie, uh, just, a, just, a, just a little bit away. Kalgoorlie City, the uh, the kangaroos. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm a Bunbury man. Southwest Pelicans have been floated by our esteemed man. What's the size difference between Bunbury and Geelong? Oh, Jesus. Oh, we'd be, be pushing them. Yeah. Yeah. Similar. Uh, so Bunbury's a better example than Kalgoorlie. But yeah, yeah. let's bring in Bunbury. Yeah. Kerry Hands Park. redevelopment. Kerry Park and then give it a side. Oh, and then also, the, even with the NTFL, like if you, the only, well, the, I want to, don't want to put one above the other because I don't actually know the history of them, but St. Mary's, everyone knows about St. Mary's, right? Yep. And what if St. Mary's came into the comp? That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at population, so. Yeah, okay. Do you Google How it? How does a Northern Territory team work? Oh, shit. No, 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 no. No, it no, doesn't no. really. No, no, Bum- Bumbry. They just move. What, what's Bunbury? Doesn't stand up against Geelong. What's Geelong? 239, I think it just said. What's in Bunbury? 253. Uh, yeah. 76 or so. Jack, yeah. how, how do you not know the population of your hometown off the top of your head? Jack? Oh, no. It's in my past. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever pop Bunbury. I did that once on air and got absolutely smashed oh, for it. No, yeah, you would do. I played it on the local radio station and said to heckle me. Oh, that's and good. my DM, she's got absolutely slaughtered. <laughs> I mean, they built the bypass for a reason, surely. <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, touchy. Yeah, there you go. They're that going, is touchy. touchy they they, they're just build, touchy. Well, they build a bypass of Boat Desert too. It's yeah, become a bit don't of a Don't go around. Yeah. Visit, visit town. Go There's through the town. It's got a lot to offer. Yeah. <laughs> Having said that, they bypass my hometown too. Yeah. <laughs> We're all from the bypass <laughs> yeah, town. Yeah, we are. We're in the slums. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I like that idea. What would you What would you think of a, a an existing side? Where I think the comp's got weaker with two extras as it is. Mm. Another two. Do you think it's actually I though? can't stand. Yeah, it is. The golf between the top and the bottom. Yeah, I can't stand going through that again, where they don't win a game. Yeah, they'd probably be have to be a better model. Yeah, that worries me. They're like it was four horrible. years where yeah, it's just yeah. shit. concession picks and. So who's um, Carmichael Hunter, the Gold Coast, Israel Folau to GWS? Who are they taking for Tasmania? Oh, we got Nick Curios, <laughs> Tim well, Payne, Caelan Pong uh, had a Brisbane contract before he went to had a Did he? Like, Brisbane Did he really? Lions deal before he went to. Is he, is, his head's in. ringing at the moment. Yeah, too. he's a uh, he's not a great candidate to no. go through the AFL. He's getting no. concussions at left, right, and centre. Uh, well, if Redcliffe's the model or the Dolphins are the model, they've started real well. I'm on board. Fins up. Uh, I don't know what. I think yeah. everyone loves it. How good? Yeah. I'm a Bronco. Couldn't there, get past the Broncos. Yeah, you bitty. Sucked in. So having a look at Freo, they've been sort of the talk of the week. Um, we'll stay away from the rucks for now, but a couple of positional changes potentially at Freo without sort of throwing the bathwater out. Um, I think you guys might have touched on it earlier in the what week. About the but baby? Yeah. Where's the baby go? We'll leave the bath. We'll leave at the what baby stage did, what, At what stage do you throw the baby out with the bathwater? <laughs> zero and six. Sorry, zero that's, and that's six a full bathwater. But the problem is they should be five and zip. That's so. Yeah. There's a difference between being zero and two, and being zero and two where you've already you coughed up your it. games against Saints and North. Well, there's a month. There is a month where it goes off the top of my head. Something like Melbourne, Sydney, 
Richmond and Geelong, maybe mm, yeah. after the easy run. Yeah, yeah. Um, couple of positional changes. I like Sam Switkowski in midfield. Thirty-six percent CBAs. I'm not sure. There's. Um, I mean, Brayshaw does the sort of two-way stuff, but do they lack just like that really defensive-minded midfielder? Crash some bodies, tackle, run hard, pressure midfielder because mm. they've been beaten up. Um, St Kilda didn't really have that like real out the front guy that. North did with Davies Union, yeah. but he carved them up on Saturday night, mm. and there was no one to really stick with him because they were all trying to go the other way. So Switkowski, yeah, thirty six percent CBAs. Um, that's just one to to throw out there. I think they looked pretty good when he was in there. Yeah, yeah. and I agree. Clark used to have always have a like a two fatties and a skinny, <laughs> uh, pretty much in the centres where. Someone with a bit of spark and a bit of energy, like you'd see Cyril come in, Sean Berger. I'm certainly yep. not comparing Switkowski yeah, yep. to those two. Um, or a Piopolo would go in there. There's always a small a Luke Bruce would go in there. They always did that um, for the reason of it gives you energy yeah. spark. Um, you don't expect him to put his head over everything. You can sort of duck off, duck in, duck out. Yeah, I don't mind it, but I still just don't know if that's the big difference to oh, why no. they got walloped on the weekend in the midfield. Yeah. Uh, I think, and I'm talking to Sarong this morning, I think it's more, they've just got to put the hard hat on. And Not putting their head over the ball I think much. that's when the contest head over the footy, yeah. Yeah, there was an element of that, but I do think they need to, yeah, the tight midfield rotation they threw all through the preseason and the early rounds concerned me. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's Brody, Sarong, Amira, Brayshaw, Aish, Darcy. And I don't think, has Aish even gone through much? Aish was 20% CBAs on Saturday night, yeah. but none against St Kilda. Hmm. Yeah, I need to do. You don't, you don't like the there. tight. You don't like the tight numbers. I don't like the seven. tight numbers. I like a bit of, you know, you have your tight three or four, but then you have a five, six, seven, eight, like yeah. rotating through when you. Need I like. Them. I like the tight. You like the yeah. tight. You're the mids. It's yeah. nice for fantasy. Yeah, when you know. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 four mids yeah. running. I mean, you don't want to get to GWS stages where everyone's doing twenty percent. No one knows who's yeah. the big dogs. Like, still have your order, but you need a bit of variety at the bottom end of that, right? Yeah. I reckon you could almost, if you want to play around with it a bit, Andy Brayshaw is not a clearance player. No, just so push him out. Yeah. We could almost have him up off half forward to make it easier to mark in the forward line. Mm. So if you're coaching, if you're Simpson and Andy Brayshaw is off half forward, do you let Andy Brayshaw run up the ground by himself? Yeah, so you've got to you don't. Mix, yeah. So someone's up Andy Brayshaw's ass yep. the whole way up the ground everywhere. He's probably even getting tagged. Got tagged last it's year. It's like a Duggan or someone, isn't it? And then and it, that takes one out of the one out of congestion. Line. Then it's a five v five, and maybe that allows a little bit more space. Mm. For, you know, makes it a little bit I easier for that. Jackson to mark. Don't mind so mind send some notes over. Uh, yeah, to get Rhino. Rhino's in touch with him every day. Probably oh, mate, what about there, actually? Right? I've been I've been putting up. Have you seen some of the emojis I leave on? What is it? Yeah, sorry. I need clarification around the glasses here. Yeah, so this is outstanding. And, and shout out to Selb. Who started. You know when you put cool in your phone, what, yeah. what comes up? What the is it? The sunglasses emoji. Sunglass yeah. emoji. Yeah. And the bloke's got the hearing aid. So that's hearing aid. So it's Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. So, so whenever Rhino positively <laughs> tweets about just random shit, I just put the Kool-Aid stuff there now. Kool-Aid. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a ripper, isn't it? Very yeah, now, now I see it. So if anyone wants to give Rhino shit on these socials, please just, just, just put the cool... And the hearing aid emoji for Cool Aid, and just chuck it in there randomly. You know where you see stuff like that, and you're like, "Am I not? I can figure this out." You look at it, and you sat there for like an Did hour. Did you have a good like, look I at it? I can't get this. What, I don't know what this means. And I Selby text me saying, "Do you get what it means?" And I was like, "Cool, a Cool Aid." Yeah. <laughs> and I got it instantly. Who would have thought the Dopey one got it? 
Uh, I'm going to skew towards this one. Now, we, every week, there's so many footy shows, so many podcasts that go around. And at times... Only one worth listening to. Yeah, of course. Um, Unless you're a subscriber to the other yeah, ones yeah. that we do. No, no. Um, so, in terms of takes, I think sometimes we wear thin on, we've got nothing, so you just got to say something. Yeah. The take on Alistair Clarkson on the boundary. Oh, the, yeah. What was it? He's too... He's carrying on a bit much? Carrying on a bit too much. Would you catch up with any of that, Jacko? Mate, that was a horrific take. <laughs> <laughs> he should be strapped to his chair in the box. What do they want him punching walls again? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what's the alternative? He's what, just an angry man. Watching on the weekend there. live, I was like, this is so good. He's it's coaching good. this as passionately as he did the grand final mm. and enjoying the growth and the opportunity and the kids and the players he doesn't know a lot about. He's loving that. <laughs> I, I just thought it was like, wow, that is that is a take that's just probably plucked from the sky when you're in yeah. a meeting going, what right, we, yeah. what are we going to do yeah, here? One of those slow news days, eh? That one of those slow news, yeah. Nick Nat in the can box. We use, can we use Nick Nat in the <laughs> box? Nick Nat carrying the box. I'll, put, I'll just chuck that up on the socials. Chuck it up. Doesn't remember. Chuck it, my, I don't remember it. Definitely one of my highlights. Were you Nick dirty? Pi- just to go back, were you dirty pies as well? I was dirty pies. So my favourite bit of backlash is um, I copped it. I did a lot of cricket stuff, scorches. Scorches lose this week, it's Barrett's fault. Really? So, sorry, oh. I'm not opening the bowling. Yeah. I'm yeah. not conceding 200 to Steve Smith. Yes, <laughs> and I remember Dirty Pies being yeah, like Dirty Pies. Eagles lost West's fault. Yeah, that was close on the. They yeah. won by point, didn't they? But I can't. I can't remember what was. What was it? Oh, it, it was, was Dirty because they were COVID. They were COVID. So we just yeah. put a bit of like mucked up their faces a bit, bit dirt, and put Dirty Pies. Did not think. There's somewhere you put it out there and you're yeah. like, Ooh. watch this go. Yeah, that one didn't think anything no, of but it. I don't think people also thought that the AFL. Uh, class those teams as dirty, dirty. Yeah, like that's what they were called. In the opening line of the dirty teams. In the opening line of the story. Yeah, no, but you know, I'm not sure people read that far. No, I really not. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was definitely an unexpected one. But that was yeah, funny. but yeah, that's a uh, the box. I still, I still rate the box over that. Uh, just going through the headlines today. Does Sampy deserve his medal? Yeah. Oh, it does it matter? Is a Western de- like he's the best on ground in Western? De- no, I think he wants it though. Yeah. yeah, if he wants it, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we're in the business of who they give it to, Gardy. Guardy. Yeah, actually, Sampy got voted in. For people who don't know this backstory here, actually, Sampy was voted by the judges best on ground in the Western Derby. Um, Ross Glenn Denning, who was, the medal was named after, thought that he could just give it to who he wanted to. So, so the, vote, the votes came Gardner. in. The votes came That's in. That's a Sampy. strong power move as well. Yeah. That is. Sampy, 11 votes. Andrew Embley, 8. Chad Fletcher, 6. Guardy, 3. Dion Woods, 2. And One it, person voted for Guardy, and it was three votes. Yeah. So uh, the other four vote givers. Didn't even squeeze him in the votes. But Roscoe, and Roscoe said, no, nah, nah, he's best on ground. He gets the medal. So, That's funny. So, yeah, 20 years on, actually, Sampy was around on the weekend. I think the question was asked, and, yeah, just give him a medal. Like, and it's good not to like, see him out there as well, that Eagles-Legends game. A few boys running around, actually, yeah, good watching one. on. It was good. But this, it's not like it's a Brownlow. No. Like, but even if it was a Brownlow, give him one because he won the Brownlow. Yeah, he, like, he yeah won this the, is true. He was voted If it was a Brownlow, he won. Brownlow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Gil, has Gil ever it's done like that? It's yeah. another one. We'll ask him. Has he ever just uh, give a Brownlow to yeah. who you thought? Ah, uh, shit. I can't even bother giving Tom Mitchell <laughs> another vote. Um, Jago Mira, two votes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll throw another one up. So, Jake Stringer. So, this is I was sort of searching around thinking what caught, really caught my eye over the weekend. Jake Stringer's run around in the twos. He has missed a large chunk of preseason. Has missed a large chunk yeah. of preseason, but it just got me thinking: like, how is? I, I remembered back to his third year, so kicked fifty six goals at the Dogs, Dogs. all Australian, yeah. what, what, like what, the most what, exciting what player in the game. Twenty fifteen. Fifteen. That's right. So he's huge. 
Then went off the rails, well, off the boil a little Just bit. A little six, bit he got dropped kicked, in 16. But still kicked 42. Yeah. And he, got, he came in, well came in and he was out, and then he came in and, and re-sparked them a little yeah. bit. I reckon he might have been one of the ones that came in on that West Coast final over here. Back from injury? Yeah, you know, injury or yeah, in yeah, and out, okay. out of form. Yeah, I think it's part of that. Five or six that came in. But is it, so he's gone from, if I think back to that 2015, I was all about... Jake Stringer. Oh, he was exceptional. He was the package. Yeah. He's had a good Essendon year. But he's had a good Essendon year. He's Three had a ago. good Essendon yeah. year. There's a... Two years ago. So he... he Contract year. He, uh, Brad Scott made some... I, I couldn't quite pick who he was having a go at on the weekend, but basically whether it was a message to the rest of them that if you're fit, you still got to earn it or yeah. something. It was weird, weird message. But anyway, it's still... I, I got to thinking, like, how is... You go wind your wind your way back to 2015, 2016, You would think, oh, this bloke's going to be like electric. Yeah. Um, you know, he's going to four or Mate, four five Australians. That incident, Australia. he, he was almost the best player in the competition. It's when he went in the middle, and yeah, then like it, had was, it, it was like a back end of the, it was like half a year. It was unbelievable. He yeah. was the best player in the comp then yeah. for for a patch. But this is why, and there was a, a story. I think it was John Ralph, and it was basically said when he's fit, he's game breaker. When he's not quite fit, he's an energy he's drain. Risk, yeah, like, but yeah, but it's, it's the 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 shift from fit to slightly off, and it just yeah. brings everything down around him. So I was listening to a Melbourne radio station this morning driving to work, uh, and that question was asked to Tim Watson. So it must be an SEN. Yeah. Uh, I, did you hear? Why, oh, what? wait, I'm thinking of a David King line. No, no, it was just plain and simple. Obviously, Tim Watson's in the no in. Yeah. Will Jake Stringer come straight back in this week? It was like, nah. nah. No, I'm not so. sure he does. Nah. No. I think it's a bit, being in the twos has got to be a bit of a clip, right? And also a bit of a, like, um, their midfield's functioning as well as it has for quite a while. Like, the well, effectiveness of... They don't need him in Satterfield. there. Yeah. yeah mm. All over Satterfield. Um, and then Parrish and Merritt, they're getting more for their use of the footy. Something you guys talk a lot about. That's been... Um, that's gone through the roof. The metres gain mm. per disposal yeah. sort of start. And then Satterfield's been really good. Um, and then even Ford, like, a, there are enough... Guys, they're like the Durham's of the world, and Langford kick goals, and, and I think they're still in a rebuilding stage too. Yeah, yeah, like they're, they're not, not they're not, not their prime. So they need they need to play these kids that pop up. He'll come back, but I think it's just uh, playing the twos and watch watch what these once boys he's are doing, in, once he's in. I reckon you'll stay in. Yeah. Well, if, if he's playing at a level, if he's not, then no, no, I think right, I think you'll get to I think you'll get to a level. I what money do you reckon he's on? Well, he, he signed that one when he was going when he was well, sort of wasn't he? Flying. He's a real contractor, your man. Yeah. He is a yeah, peak yeah. contract. Just give him one year. Yeah. Let's try to keep him at a sustained level. Let me Google that quickly. But I, that could open up a few doors like um, for Essendon. Yeah. If, if that's a, a bit a, of a salary dump. Yeah. Well, someone yeah, contracted just, to the end of next year. So they probably could. And that's the Bulldogs wanted him out. That's why he went to Essendon, right? Yeah. Uh, about six hundred thousand a year. Geez, you'd love to get that off. Six hundred. Yeah, I thought it was more than that. Yeah, I thought oh, it was yeah. more than that too. Um, the yeah, the, the thing which sort of got me into this was I was listening to, I think it was a Fox Footy launch or something, and David King had a really good line, and made me laugh. Where he said, "I think he was asked like if you could have a body of any player." Oh, in the I NFL, said Jake Stringer. Would you have? He said yeah. Jake Stringer because he looks like he still knows how to have a good time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's gone from yeah, he's gone from someone you thought was going to rip the competition apart to a punchline. Yeah. I think there was one year where he came back with some, like, his skin, he was putting oh, up some pretty yeah, yeah, decent yeah. numbers on the skin fold machine. He was, he was, dra- he was drafty Willie Rioli numbers. Am I, right in saying, am I right in saying he came in, big skin folds, and then had a good year? There was one year where he yeah, sort of oh, turned I, it around. I, I just yeah. reckon he might have come in with big skin folds a few years. Yeah, I think yeah. it's probably yeah. a few years yeah. in a row. Yeah. I, think, I don't think he's new to it. 
Uh, Richmond and Collingwood, um, there are a few really, really nice games this week, but I think that's probably the one for me on the Friday night. Collingwood, unbelievable Saturday afternoon, Globetrotter stuff. Friday night, I'm going to Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah? Oh, you'd be flat. I've already sent the text. Is that like a KO number? Nah, nah, it's a present to my wife, so... Yeah, so you so involved set. yourself in the present? Wasn't the present she can take someone else? No, 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 it wasn't from me. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. This is the game of the round, right? Oh. This is going to be... Mm. Even Friday really night, good. there's a big storyline. Uh, sorry, Thursday night's game. Bulldogs v D's. Is it? Who's playing Thursday off? Uh, Brisbane. Brisbane and D's. Yeah, Josh Dunkley. Yeah, but, like, yeah. No, but also uh, zero and three. Yeah. Like if the doggies go down, there's some Eight good times. there's some good storylines. Clark OV, Sam Mitchell, Dirty, got a showdown. showdown. Yeah, 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 Melbourne and Sydney. It's a good round of footy. And we talked about Clarko going back in the theatre of it because Ross had never come over here. But it's in Tasmania. Clarko, they're playing in Tassie this week. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, it's a very weird fixture. But good. is that Clarko over- made us all go there? He can continue going. <laughs> but is that overhyped? Is going to be in the well, Clarko He's going to be on the, the sideline, bench, mate. Yeah, carrying okay. on like a bloody yeah, pork chop. he'll be on chop. the sideline. Imagine, think... imagine if he sat in the box and was yeah. like, oh, sorry, Just guys. Just retreat up to the yeah. York oh, Park box. Clarko says I was doing the wrong for celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Want to have a look at Collingwood. Obviously, Nick Dacos, probably six Brownlow Brownlow favourite. Yeah. Eagle oh. favourite, yeah. I've got Davies Uniac, but... Um, are the Tigers almost the best place to stop him? So last time they played, Morris Rioli was all over him. Um, that was sort of his coming-of-age game. And then Jack Graham's played that sort of role as well. Mm. Shay Bolton's down there. It's no... You're not having to send a Lockie Jones down there to have the pants run off him. Like, yeah. they might be able to go with him. You can get hit. Well, and he, he's more concerned about getting hit the other way. Live or die by the sword, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, to steal the Clarko um, term, that he uses. if, uh, if Dacos has 30... But they win. Rioli kicks but three. But if well, Bolton the other way kicks four or, or mm. something, yeah. then I'm taking the goals over the possessions. Mm. It, it, it's incredible. I, I think I said on Tuesday's pod, Monday's podcast, uh, unfair though, Willem Drew's criticism of the first quarter. You, you need to stop Dacos, one, when the ball's live, but two, don't kick points. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he wanders down there and he gives himself it, yeah. a little a little Kick boost out, and a yeah. little yeah, you know, and goes to absolute up. You're standing there in your teal shirt, mm. and I'm going that way to Jacko and running past for him. You can't do anything about it. So like kicking points, it's a double edged sort of shit, but it also gives Dacos the footy to get him going. So. Uh, I think maybe that is the best way to go about it. Yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't kick as many goals. So, some of the vision of him coming up to, like, coming up on ball and just how sharp his movement yeah. is around the contest is just mind blowing. No one, like, not many blokes are going to be able to keep up with that. But someone nah. like a Morris Rioli. Well, okay. If I gave you a choice of a Dacos or a Bolton on your team, who would you want? Well, there's only one Bolton to choose from. There's two Dacoses. Well, you know, I'm Josh is my man, but um, if Nick Dacos or Shea, uh, Shea Bolton. Yeah, probably taking Shea Bolton. But I think I'm Dacos. I think he's. But you know what I, mean? it's I like, would also be a terrible coach. Yeah, so. no, but, but that's a head to head battle then. Yeah. You go, well, it's not now Willem Drew, who's player mm. 17, 18, yeah. 19. It's arguably Richmond's best player. V arguably Collingwood's best player. Mm. Who does more wins, maybe? It was interesting. Um, so Shannon Hearn, a bit of an example against Toby Green. Mm. So. Um, other people in our newspaper rated him quite highly because he had metres gained and he used it pretty well. I rated him in my play ratings a little bit lower because Toby Green kicked 4-3. Four, four, yeah. Hearn tried to play pretty aggressively. Like that first goal, he came up to the contest and let over Toby back, sag yeah. over the back. Like That's not how you play Toby no. Green, I don't think. Uh, and he kicked four goals, three. Probably should have four, five Four threes, you Coleman. Yeah. Yeah, so, do it every week. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I think. But that's they're talking about this strange. That. So like Shannon Hearn was on uh, Toby Green. I was like, oh, geez, I don't know about that. Mm. But then uh, North went with Zebul on Freddie. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But like, that worked. And I think Ryan made the comment, like, Nouse can often can still beat speed. Mm. And Zeebel's Nouse is incredible. And I think maybe that's what they're doing with Shannon Hearn. Yeah. You know, kick four probably isn't a win. But, like, that, that was a question post-game, actually. Well, I think Scully asked Gov. It was like, Gov was like, yeah, great all-round win. You know, those typical lines. And then he goes, yeah, you're playing against Toby Green. He's kicked four goals. And, and, and um, Gov was like, no, we probably didn't win that battle then, did we? Yeah, we saw it really quickly. Yeah. Are we out of points? I think so. I think we're done with the points. Time for... Highball Bets. Thanks to the Tab Touch app. This is Hardball Bets brought to you by Tab Touch. Got the touch this AFL season. Choose Tab Touch. Better your bet with Tab Touch. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. Are we making any money? We're not. We're both in, definitely in the red for both weeks. I had on the. Keep it simple, stupid. It's mate, an easy policy. Josh Dunkley's the Boss. only one who didn't kick a goal. And let me He's down. He's never going to kick a goal. Just a known goal kicker, Josh Dunkley. Yeah. Um, and Robbo's been done too. We're just both getting, you know, it hasn't been a good start for us anyway. So, we're, but, but Jacko is going to sub in for Robbo today to see. Uh, Apologies in advance. Up. Apologies in advance. Well, Robbo subbed in for Rhino the entire last season. So it's only right that someone else takes his face. So I'm going to keep it simple. Brisbane at the lines, 13 and a half. Collingwood at the line, 14 and a half. Roll those up, three dollars sixty-one. Roll Just them up. Ease me up. Ease me into the year. Get me back in the green. We'll be happy. I've looked at the lines as well. Have you? I'm a little bit more adventurous. I think I've gone See, Brisbane. This is where your mistake, sorry, Robbo. Brisbane at the line. <laughs> Richmond to get within fourteen point five of Collingwood. Yeah. So, so I, go again, Richmond. To Richmond get... to get within fourteen and a half. They'll do that. Yeah. Uh, oh, North by more than ten point five, and oh, West Coast. Coast wins. No, sorry. Man. <laughs> I think Hawthorne's going to win a lot. I'll, I'll back Hawthorne on the weekend. In Tasmania. Okay. Yep. We'll Wait, which, we which, ta- which ground is it? This is like Utah, a Tassie Utah, battle. Home ground, mate. Tassie Derby. <laughs> uh, and then West Coast within 13.5 of Freo. West Coast, yeah, this is okay. Yeah. Good luck to you. Thanks. Good luck to Robbo. Um, this has been the Hardball Gets AFL Show, proudly brought to you by the Mazda BT50. You do you. We'll see you next time. 